Welcome to this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, powered by Last Out Media and brought to you by www.15rounds.com, the worldwide leader in boxing news. Also brought to you by Abrams Boxing PR, Media and Broadcasting, the industry standard for boxing media relations and play-by-play broadcasting. On this episode, I'll be speaking with Greg Vandetti. Vandetti will be taking on Erislandi Lara this Saturday night live on Fox for Lara's WBA Super Welterweight Championship. Uh, one quick uh, news, news item, actually a couple quick news items before we get to the interview with Vandetti. Wednesday morning, Australia, Tim Zhu, uh, 16-0-12 knockouts now, uh, announced himself on the world stage with an eight-round beatdown of former welterweight champion Jeff Horn. Uh, I watched the fight live. I got up at 5.30 in the morning to watch the fight. And um, Zhu w- was terrific. He... Uh, you know, in fact, he said after the fight, don't call me the son anymore. Uh, that referring to his Hall of Fame father, Costa Zoo, because, uh, you know, a lot of people are just saying he was the son of, uh, just the son of Costa Zoo, and, you know, just, uh, you know, maybe not having a name for himself. But Tim Zoo was very impressive, beat up Jeff Horn, made uh, the corner, stopped the fight after the eighth round, and I believe... Um, Maybe he takes another fight or two in Australia, and maybe uh, after that we will see him in a big fight. The fight was um, took place in a stadium in in Australia, where uh, obviously there were a lot of fans. And I don't know what the attendance was. It was probably in, in excess of 15,000 15, people, I would imagine, maybe more. Not no, not socially distanced, no masks. So uh, apparently things in Australia are, are doing a lot better than they are here in the United States in terms of getting their sporting events and entertainment events and uh, just normalcy in life back in Australia after the pandemic. I mean, I'm saying after. Uh, I, I looked on the, um, the statistics there in Australia. There's only 100 or so cases uh, on the day of the fight or the day before the fight. So it was good to see a... A sporting event, you know, packed by fans with screaming fans in the tents. And Tim Zhu um, put on a, a great performance. Uh, Top Rank announced their September 12th show on ESPN+. Plus. It will be headlined by Igis Kavaliskis, the mean machine, coming off his uh, fight with Terrence Crawford as he will take on Michael Zuski in a welterweight fight. The co-feature will see Miguel Mariaga take on Joette Gonzalez in a you know two pretty evenly matched fights. In the sense that Zuski has always been one of those guys on the cusp of getting a big opportunity. It just hasn't happened for him yet. Now he'll test himself against Cavaliscus, who put up a great effort against Terrence Crawford before being stopped last December. Uh, many people think that uh, Cavaliscus should have been credited with a knockdown in that fight. He did very well over the first five, six rounds in the fight before uh, Bud Crawford came back and uh, scored the knockout at Madison Square Garden. One last thing. Uh, looks like the working date is Halloween, October 31st for the uh, heavyweight fight between Alexander Usek and Derek Tesora, which should be a very interesting fight, a good test for Usek in his second uh, fight in the heavyweight division. So uh, that's a couple news items. And so let's go right now to the interview that I had with uh, super welterweight world title challenger this Saturday, Greg Vandetti. Good 
Wednesday afternoon, everybody. Mark Adams here in Philadelphia. Let's go all the way out to the the bubble in Los Angeles, where I yeah. got where I got Greg Vandetti, who this Saturday night takes on Arislandi Lara for the WBA Super Welterweight Championship. What's up, Greg? Hey, what's happening, man? Thanks for having me. My pleasure. My pleasure. A couple of days away, three, four days away. I, you're yeah. a, a, a kid from Massachusetts, probably had the dreams of fighting for a world title. We're you know a few days away. How are you feeling? I couldn't be more excited, man. Words aren't enough to describe the feelings, but yeah, pumped, motivated, ready to go. Obviously, you probably have been following Laura for you know while of you know all of his fights that are on television. You've probably seen him. What are your thoughts on him? Uh, great. I mean, he's a great fighter. He's probably one of the best of our generation. Definitely one of the pound for pound best in the last ten years. So to have the opportunity to go up against one of the best fighters of my generation is the ultimate test, man. I couldn't be more excited for it. It's great. Do you, uh, have you noticed or do you feel, I mean, obviously you're, you're, you're preparing and have prepared for the best, uh, Arislandi Lara, but you feel that maybe he's lost a, a couple miles off his fastball, maybe in the last couple fights. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you could say that. I mean, boxing's, uh, it's a young man's game, you know, and, and he's a little long in the tooth. He's getting up there, he's 37, and he's, he's had a lot of amateur fights, you know, the Olympics, and then a, a, a lot of pro fights. Um, and it's kind of a combination of uh, his age and um, the will. I mean, after you do it all, it's hard to get up out of silk sheets in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's made the money, he's won the title, so, like, motivation could be a factor, too. But uh, I'm preparing for the best version of Lara that has ever existed. So I'm not I'm not taking any chances. But yeah, I mean, if you if you look on paper, like you know, he, he he might have lost a little bit of the speed, a little bit of the step, maybe. Do you feel that um, you know? Obviously, you're a uh, uh, you know you're you're not as well known. You're kind of coming out from under the radar. Do you do you relish that yeah. role? You relish that role a little bit? Yeah, I mean, it's I don't know. I, I'm. Do I relish it? Yeah, to a degree. I mean, I feel like this is a good opportunity to be tested against a great guy. And if people want to watch, okay. I mean, it's not really like the whole fame thing. And is I don't know. It's not really something I think about too much. It's more of uh, it's more for like the self glory of fighting one of the best fighters in the uh, on the planet. So, yeah. I mean, I've always been the underdog my whole life in everything I've ever done. So it's kind of I'm just used to the feeling of. Uh, people have maybe low expectations or they expect me to lose or whatever. So yeah, it's kind of been a motivator for my entire life. You could say a couple fights back, you suffered a setback. Did you feel that this opportunity was, uh, may have been lost or would, would, would have been a lot further away than it actually was? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, that, that fight with Sorrell that I lost, I mean, that was, I was 28. I still felt like I had time, even with a disastrous loss like that. Like, you know, I still had time to, uh, make some things happen. And the next two fights we had after that were, were real good fights. Um, we, I won an IBA world title. So that put me in a good higher standings in, in the rankings and everything. And as far as this fight goes, yeah, they just called us. Yeah. They didn't, I mean, they called and asked if I wanted to fight them. And of, of course I said, I, w- I was jumping up and down. I mean, why wouldn't I? But, uh, it was a little, I didn't expect it. You know, I, I, I didn't expect it, but, uh, yeah, no, I felt like I could get a shot one day. I mean, just with um, my willingness to fight elite guys and take chances, you know. So, but I didn't expect it this early. No. Yeah, um, 
I mean, how, you you mentioned that you you said yes. How surprised were you when that phone call came in? Uh, dude, it's something. <laughs> you, words are hard to describe it, man. But I, yeah, I was in the middle of doing a job, and uh, my my trainer called, uh, screaming on the phone that I told you so. I told you so. I'm thinking something bad happened. I'm uh -oh. like, oh, gee, what the hell happened? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know who called us? But papa told me, you know, Al Heyman called. You know, Laura, the 29th, blah blah. blah. And, and I, it took me a second. I kind of. I, I couldn't really comprehend what he was saying. And then after it was like, Oh Jesus. Okay. All right. We got to get to work. You know? So I, you know, I finished up the job I was on. I didn't leave him with, uh, you know, with, with no hot water or anything, mm -hmm. but, uh, it was, uh, yeah, man, it was just all hands on deck, full steam ahead after that phone call, man. It's been, it's been great. How long, obviously with, um, all the stuff going on, guys getting calls on less than, you know, less than, uh, real notice that they're that they're used to uh yeah. how long have you known about this fight for well we've known about this probably what did you say six six weeks maybe but i've been i was training prior to that for um a, a, we my trainer said we, we expect something in august so i i've been training for 10 weeks 12 weeks you know what they weren't catching me off guard i was yeah. still in shape still grinding still sparring and in fact, in April, I had a uh, fight canceled three weeks out because of COVID, mm -hmm. who's also a southpaw. So I've been training for basically an entire year for strictly a southpaw. I haven't got a punch thrown at me from a um, orthodox orthodox fighter in since last September. You know what I mean? So, and that with that fight being canceled, I mean it seems like good timing. And I look at it like you know. If that fight wasn't canceled and I go into that fight and I knock that guy out, maybe I'd be a little bit too threatening for Lara. Maybe mm -hmm. he wouldn't have wanted, he wouldn't offered me this fight. You know what I'm saying? And and even the Soro fight, getting knocked out by him might have maybe also another uh, reason that was a little bit more appealing to choose. So, yeah, those things happen for a reason, you know, and I'm, I'm just been a long time training with Southpaws. I'm, I'm, I feel more ready than I've ever been. A lot of the fighters I've been asking, you kind of asked ask that you were able to, to, to find a gym during all these shutdowns. Uh, you were able mm -hmm. to kind of stay stay in reasonably decent, you know, boxing shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, my trainer especially is a real old school guy, you know. And, like, you don't need much to, to stay in shape. Uh, you know, you keep it stupid simple. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of road work. Uh, you figure it out. You adapt when you have to. If you really want it, you'll figure it out. But uh, no, nah, we, we we stuck with the, you know doing mitts. We would meet up and exercise, and um, the gym couldn't we couldn't open the gym to the public. But we would still meet up ourselves and, and, and train and, and do things. So it wasn't um no nah, it wasn't a huge problem actually. It was uh, it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. I've heard quite a few stories where you know you you, you turn the lights off in the gym so no one can look in and uh, yeah. you know kind of kind of kind of sneak when no one no one's yeah. looking. Put newspaper in the windows, all that stuff. Yeah. How uh, you know? Have you thought about in terms of uh, what this would mean to you? Should you get your hand raised on Saturday night? Um. Yeah, man. It's 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 something that growing up in my entire life, it just seemed like people didn't have very high expectations for me. It was something I was always kind of labeled to uh not make it you know what i mean or not do anything so it's 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 
it's one for the underdogs. You know, it's, that's one for us big time. If I if I come out of this one with a win, absolutely. So, from from Wakefield, Massachusetts, born in in Stoneham, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's it's a it's you know it's a big sports area, obviously with the Boston and all the great teams up there. Uh, is uh, Greg Vandetti going to be the next big sports star in the Boston area? Yeah, I- he could be, man. I don't know. I, I feel like it's definitely a possibility. I don't know. We'll find out, though. I don't know if I'm. Uh, you put me on the same list as Tom Brady, but well, he's know, gone. Like, they, oh yeah, that's, he, that's he, right. he's, he's gone. gone. You guys need a new hero up there. Hey, I'm your guy. Sign yeah. me up. So I'm a Philadelphian, so I, I, I'm, I'm not a. I'm, I'll root for you, but I'm not a big Boston guy. You, you, yeah. actually, you actually just got you just your team just actually got my basketball coach fired the other the other day uh, uh-huh. by, by by sweeping the Sixers. Um, break. Yep. I know you're not looking past uh, Laura, but you know the junior middleweight division. Uh, does it go through Laura? I mean, obviously it's a big fight coming up in a month between uh, Charlo and Rosario. I'm sure you know because you're I'm sure you're a boxing fan. You look at all the fighters in your division. Uh, what, what what do you see the depth of the uh, the junior uh, the junior middleweight division? Um, yeah, I guess we play by ear, see what the best opportunity is. Um, but I'll tell you, I've been thrown, I've heard the idea thrown around a little bit, having a rematch with, uh, with Soro here in Boston. So I wouldn't mind that one. That'd be a good opportunity for some serious revenge. So, but you know, whatever makes sense. I mean, I've been discussing going down to 147 as well. So, you know, we'll just see what the best thing is for us and the best opportunity. Um, obviously, uh, you mentioned uh, maybe going down. I'd see that you, the height's five foot six. You, you could probably yeah. make welter. Well, let me ask you that. Obviously, people look at advantages, disadvantages. You think mm-hmm. you, your height sometimes could serve as an advantage when you're fighting bigger guys? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there's never I've never fought anybody my size. Like mm-hmm. I'm shorter than everybody, but a lot of guys have problems with punches coming up. You know, I've noticed that in fights, and uh, it, it it just it's, it's awkward. It makes them uncomfortable. So what has been, I've been told has been a disadvantage is actually turned into an advantage. Yeah. So, you know, you work with what you got. Uh, we mentioned, obviously it's a big deal fighting for world title. We also fight in uh, the main event on, on, you know, I know you've, you fought on ESPN and some of the other networks, but this is Fox. I mean, this is everyone has Fox. Yeah. You, you thought about, you know, you're the, you're the main event on Fox where, you know, everyone in America ha- has that network. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, it's not something I really think of that much. I mean, if 10 people are watching me or 10 million people are watching me, like you're still going to get the same me. I can't behave any differently. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's not really my personality. So, you know, it could be an empty room with no one else in it, or it could be in front of every, you know, living person on the planet. And it's, you're still going to get me, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, last few questions here. Obviously, you know mm-hmm. you're you're in this bubble, uh, this bubble environment. What um, you know, what's that like? How how are you coping, managing that? Uh, it's not terrible. I mean, you got a nice room here, you know, but we can't leave the hotel room. We got to stay like separated in each hotel room, which is you know odd. But nah, I mean, I got internet. I got to play on my phone. You know, read, do dumb stuff like that. But uh. Uh, just a lot of a lot of pacing, you know. I find myself walking back and forth a lot, and uh, just, it, just counting the seconds on the clock. So I'm I've, excited. I've asked several fighters. Obviously, during a normal fight week, you're you know you're shaking out, you're move, you're you know you're probably moving around more than you would be this week. 
And, you know, I, all fighters tell me they always go in the ring. They, you know, they feel a little sore going into the ring on for fight night and because of just, you know, eight weeks of hard training. You feel you're going to be uh, maybe a little bit fresher than you normally would be on a normal fight night? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're still moving. You know, you yeah. gotta you got to keep that nervous system firing. So we're still doing stuff. We're still working out. But uh, I've had a really, like, a perfect camp. It's been perfectly managed, perfectly done. And I feel like I'm going to be at 100% uh, to the best of my abilities uh, during this fight. So not overtrained, not over, not undertrained, right in the middle. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see what I can do. And it's not a pro- not like an extra problem. I, I know you said you could probably make 147, but, you know, there's a, there's always those extra two pounds. You know, uh, you have all the necessities to make sure that that, that, uh, that, that comes in perfectly come weigh-in time as well. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, 154 has never been a huge issue for me, but yeah, we got, you know, the things we need to uh, get down to that um, uh, 154 mark, and yeah, no worries. Easy sailing from here. Last last two questions here. What do you want to say to the fans out there? are going to see you Saturday night on Fox as you take on Eris Londi Laura for the WBA Super Welterweight Championship. Uh, say to the fans, man, um, bet every penny you have on me winning. How's that? Well, I saw the odds. And if, I, yeah. and, and if people bet every penny on, on you, they, a, lot of, a lot of people, and you come through on Saturday night, a lot of people are, you know, going to be good. I mean, that's right. Do you, do you look at that at all? I, mean, I don't know if you even know what yeah. the odds are. Or... I, I don't know off the top of my head, but no, it's not something I really look at. I mean, I understand, you know, the people that make these odds and different writers. Like, I understand their perspective. I mean, I don't, they're just going by paper. Like, I, I get it. I don't take it personal. I mean, they see what Lara's done and they see what I've done and then they, they see what Laura is and they see what I am, you know, I'm five, six, you know, don't have any amateur pedigree, you know, short white kid from the burbs. Like it's not, I would say the same thing if I were them, but they don't see what's happening behind closed doors, what's happening in the gym, the, the improvements I've made and the, and, and just the, the conditioning I'm in and what my heart tells me. And it, it's just, so there's a lot of other things that are involved, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. But they could, yeah, put a couple bucks on it. You'll come out well. You know what? I, I got my FanDuel app right here. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I, I think you just convinced me. I, I think, there we go. I think, I, and that, that if if it happens, and, and um, the next time I see you, obviously I'll have a couple extra dollars in my pocket. First, r- first drink's on me. Attaboy. I appreciate <laughs> uh, it. Last question is, where do we find you on social media? Uh, I'm on Instagram at GregV781. Facebook, uh, Greg Vendetti. And uh, that's about it. Not the biggest social media guy, but those, those, those are the spots you can find me. Well, a big a big performance on Saturday night. You'll see those followers double, triple, quadruple. Right. So uh, <laughs> well, we wish you best of luck, Greg. Thank you for a few minutes right. of your time, and we'll see you Saturday night and talk to you along the way. All right. Appreciate it, brother. Thank have you. Good night.